Yo, welcome back to the Week in Review podcast. It is March 20th, 2022. And um, if you don't know what today is, for one, it is my brother's birthday. So happy birthday to him. I already said that earlier, but it's also the first birthday of something that I birthed, something that I created. And that is my podcast. Today is our one year anniversary. Go ahead, go ahead. Cheers. Ah, ah. The crowd is roaring right now. Fucking, um, damn it. What, what's, what's the paper? Confetti, confetti cannons all around. Pop, 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 pop. That's right. I made it a year. I made it. We made it. If you're listening, we made it a year. Congratulations. Was it hard on you? I hope not. It wasn't it wasn't too hard on me. I mean, once once I got into the swing of really recording and being consistent, uh it's, it's just a pattern, you know? It's like going to the gym, going to work, all of that. It, you just fall into it and keep doing it. But here we are a year later and I didn't miss a single week. I didn't miss a single week, but hey, we'll talk more about that later. I just had to announce it. I'm very happy. I'm very proud. I'm I feel accomplished, but what did you do today? Today was Sunday. Uh, today I played Elden Ring a lot. It was the first time I've played in over a week. The last time I played, I beat Margit, so I felt pretty accomplished. And um, I had been ramming my head against him. I had died at least 100 times before I killed him. So after I played that, I got off. And today I played, I got a, a, and I got a, up against a new boss, which was kind of hard. His name was um, Godric. He had like 30 arms. It was pretty cool. One of the great things about Elden Ring, every boss is different and cool and very beautiful if you're playing it with good specs. And this dude had 30 arms and two axes, and then halfway through the fight, he's cut off one of his arms and stuck it into a dragon head, and then the dragon head became his arm. It sounds kind of stupid, I, I'll admit. It sounds stupid saying it, but watching all that in beautiful graphics is pretty awesome. And the fights are all unique and cool. Every boss has its own uh, set of skills and moves that you have to get used to and learn if you want to beat them. It's really awesome. Like this dude, he was rolling all on the ground, and then he would jump, and then his jumps were wild. They weren't, like, straight on. He would kind of curve at you. But it was fun. But the thing was, I um, I was stuck for a little bit. I, let's say I tried ten times. The last time, I got him down to a quarter HP. I was like, man, this sucks. I'm going to summon some people and then fight them again. And summons you can use, they just help you out a little bit. I remember I used it on Margit. It didn't help me very much at all. But, man, these summons were on steroids or some shit because I summoned them. I walked up in there, and these two dudes just absolutely destroyed Godric. Like, I didn't even have to lay a hand on him other than to finish him off pretty much. And it felt so anticlimactic. I was very upset. I didn't have any of the nice success feeling that I got when I beat Margit. Because Margit, oh my goodness, many nights, many nights I spent toiling away over the controller. And that made it all the worth, all the more worthwhile when I beat him. And this, uh, it was robbed from me, but you get what you pay for, right? I summoned him. I signed the contract. I knew what I was getting into. But I was playing again just now. I, I was playing in the morning, and then all my family came over for my brother's birthday. And I'm not even going to lie, man. I didn't stop playing. I played, and I played, and then I said hi, and then I got in the shower. And then when I got out of the shower, I got and played on my drums, man. 
uh, I was just doing my own thing. I, I didn't really have anything to talk about to anybody. I said, hey, I said, I love you. I did my obligatory uh, stuff when family comes over. But, dude, I get two days of the week where I don't have to go to work. And I'm going to enjoy those two days. They also they went to this trampoline place, which I'm gonna be honest. My mom told me about it, and I thought it was just the kids going. It's called Urban Air, but I wasn't really interested, so I said no. But my cousin Josh, who's been on the podcast, go listen to that episode. He's uh, going to the Air Force pretty soon, or he's taking the test at least. But he went. It turns out he was going, and if I knew that, I would have gone. But I had already planned my day today. The Jujutsu Kaisen movie came out, and so uh, me and Michael went to see it. And errors were made, let me say. We uh, pulled up. All was good. All was fine and dandy. We got our ICs. The icy machines were broken. The red lights weren't on, but they, they were still really liquidy. It sucked. And they didn't even give us the icy lids. You know how the icy lid comes, right? It, it's like domed, and you get to stick the, the tip of the icy machine in there, so you get maximum icy coverage. Well, they didn't give us that. They just gave us regular lids. So that takes away half the fun, half the experience right there. And then we get to the machines, and they all suck. So we basically just paid a full icy price for half the icy experience. I'm, I was not satisfied, but what am I going to do, complain? No. Then we go find our theater, and uh, we sit down. And then the, the all, all the ads finish, right? All the ads, and then there's the AMC... We do movies better, or whatever. This this blonde lady's talking to us, telling us about how here heartbreak feels okay. Here our heroes are represent the best part of us. Like all this shit, bitch. It's a movie. We're an AMC. I got sticky popcorn on my hands. All right, <laughs> please stop making this into something that's not. But that that was all finished, and then um, we see the title Jujutsu Kaisen, theatrical presentation or whatever. And then someone talks. And what we were expecting was they there would be subtitles up and we would hear Japanese voices. But no. It turns out we had gotten tickets for the dubbed version of the movie. So we hear, I don't know what I want to do. Well, you need to do it. I don't know. We hear these lame-ass dub voices Instead of the cool-ass voice acting from the original Japanese voice actors. And immediately, the first word that me and Michael heard, we both we both at the same time went, Oh, fuck. God damn. Shit. And the next ten minutes, we spent, like, looking at each other. Michael's like, you didn't check the tickets? I'm like, I didn't know I needed to, man. I didn't know. And so the next ten minutes, we're sitting there just heads down like, Fuck. And it's okay that our heads are down, by the way, because the shit's dubbed. We don't need to read it. So, and then I I pulled up the website because I'm already upset. I don't have to look at the I don't have to look at the screen because it's dubbed. So I pull open up my phone, pull up the website. All the other showings were dubbed too. So we were screwed no matter what time we went, which made me feel a little bit better. But man, I'm not gonna lie. I feel like the movie would have been a lot better if it was dubbed. Just just the way the the comedy lands just. It, it just there's a corniness over it, a layer of corniness when it's dubbed. I don't know, but the movie itself was actually pretty good once I got over that. Once I kind of got into the movie zone, into the movie headspace, and stopped thinking about the fact that it was dubbed, it was pretty good. The only character that really took it out, took me out of it, 
there's this one character who his power is like his voice like he'll yell out explode or get crushed or shit like that but normally when he's talking to people he he can only say uh, sushi ingredients so he'll say like salmon caviar fish flakes shit like that and um and the with the japanese voice actor it's not that bad and he it's more like he's he's being quiet and very short and succinct like like it would make sense you know because that's his power he doesn't want to overuse it he doesn't want to accidentally hurt anybody so it's very quiet only what he needs but the the english voice actor said it like he was emo and depressed he was like kelp salmon like completely took me out of it and as soon as he came on screen me and michael looked at each other and we had we had this same discussion like that was the worst part of the movie for us but other than that it was pretty good jujutsu kaisen zero if you can go see it but don't see the dub version Ugh, dubs are so bad that's really what it is it's it takes all the impact out of it like he it's it's hearing someone go like really deep and get into it with their like their gut and everything and versus I'm going to attack now with full power. Like it's not the same ring, it's not the same effect. It does not have the same magnitude as when you hear the original dude doing it. Ugh. I could look up clips, I'm sure, but just watch an episode of Naruto. Just watch a good anime fight scene dubbed versus the original. You will be able to tell a huge difference. And maybe that's why a lot of anime haters hate anime, because they tried watching the dub, dude. If you're going to get in the water, you got to dive in head first. You can't just dip your toe in. The, the only thing that I would accept watching dub for, maybe the original Naruto and Dragon Ball, because Dragon Ball, the, um, the Japanese voice actors, I can't stand Goku's voice, dude. I'm sorry. It's really high-pitched. It's not at all what I'm expecting. Uh, whatever. I digress. Let's see what we got for this week. Mm-mm-mm. This week I won a Drake raffle. That was cool. Uh, this dude I follow on Instagram, Vinyl Vendor, he did a raffle for um, Nothing Was the Same. Nothing Was Ever the Same. I don't even know the name of it. it. It's not like a huge, really important album to me, but it looked cool. It's white, and it's got the album cover on the middle of it. I don't think it's official, but I don't really care. I haven't played it yet, but whenever I do, if it works then it will have been worth it because it looks badass and that's all that really mattered to me. That's why I bought it. I got it for 16 bucks. I won the raffle. I bought two spots and a 10 spot raffle. Easy. Now, yesterday there was a My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy raffle, one that I really actually would have liked to have won because I like a lot of songs off that album. I bought two slots again, 20 bucks, and I lost. So you win some, you lose some, but I am happy to have won. The, the raffles are, you know, I'm always hesitant to get into them because you could win something for a dope price or you could lose and it, the money just goes nowhere. But, hey, that's gambling. You get your thrills however you, however you like. <sighs> I got some advice for you. If you need to wake up early, drink a lot of water before you go to sleep. That way you have to pee when you get up because once you wake up and you have to pee, there is no going back to sleep. That's what I've been doing to motivate myself, or to help motivate myself at least. I'll lay there, and if I lay there long enough in the morning after my alarm goes off, I'll have to pee, and then I'm fucking up. It's one thing to just sleep through, and you have to pee while you're asleep. After a certain age, you can just sleep through it, you know? You don't gotta piss yourself, but nah, you know. 
What the fuck am I even talking about, G? I don't know. I am nervous. Some I'm somewhat nervous because it's my year. I don't know. I don't know what special I'm supposed to do, but I'm going to keep going down my list and then maybe it'll come to me. I think I'm going to talk about the just just the year in general and how I feel like I've changed and learned and everything, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. This week at lunch, or this week at lunch, this week at work, I have been laughing a lot, dude, and I can't remember a lot of what it was. I've just been cutting a lo- cutting up a lot with Cullen. Uh, one thing I remember specifically, I had came in after lunch, and I was expecting to run all these S's and drives, this easy work that I'd set up for myself before lunch, but I came back, and Lewis had done it all. He came up to me like, man, I'm sorry. He's like, dude, why'd you do that? He's like, what else am I supposed to do? And I'm like, I knew he was going to say that, so it was all right. I wasn't tripping on him, but he said... Here, you can cut this stuff out, right? He's like, man, I, I done cut it twice. I messed up, but I got it set. I got it set the right size now. I got it. So you can go ahead and cut it. I'm like, all right, man, have a good one. So he left. I get this metal. I cut down about half of it in the smallest sheets, the smallest strips. And then I look at the the size that he has the machine set at. And it's way fucking bigger than I would ever cut this shit at. And this is something I do normally. This is like my daily thing that I do. So... I grab one piece of the metal and I start marching to the back, knowing damn well that it's not going to fucking fit. And on my way, Cullen falls in line too. He notices the pace I'm walking at, so he wants to see what's going on. I get to the machine. He's like, What's up, man? I said, Just look, just look. And I put it down, and it's overlapping by a lot. Like, there's no way I could ever squeeze this shit in there. And so then I told him what happened. How Lewis was so sure. He was like, Man, I got it wrong twice. But I got it right this time. You go ahead and cut it. How he was so sure about that shit. And so we sat there and laughed for a fat fucking minute. Um, but, hey, it also wasn't all good at work this week. I'm not going to lie. Yesterday, Johnny tried to cop an attitude with me. And I didn't let that shit happen. All right. It's one thing. It's one thing to get on to me for something I did. That's completely okay. All right. I'll take responsibility for my actions. That's something that I preach and I try to practice as well because I think it's very important. I think it's important for, for your own character, for like um, accountability, stuff like that. But anyway, I was standing there with Colin. He was cutting out some metal. I thought I was going to help him break it up after. I was waiting for something to do. It was early in the morning on a Friday, okay? Chill day. Robert's not there. We got, we got no, we're in no hurry, but we're still doing work. So I'm sitting there waiting for it. Uh, we both have our earbuds in. We're just listening to music. Johnny was had been in the restroom for a long time, and then he came out. He was doing his own thing, I guess, and then all of a sudden, I hear a loud-ass bang. <clears throat> and I figured this is someone trying to get attention. They do that sometimes. So Cullen looks over right away. I intentionally wait a second before I look over, because if someone's trying to get attention, I'm not just going to feed it to them. You know what I mean? I, I, don't, I don't like that. So I look over after a second, and he's, like, yelling and looking at me. So I take out my earbud, and I hear, I take out my earbud, man, you can't even hear me, man. You might as well go home. Take your earbuds out. And, I was, and I'm like, what's the problem, dude? I wouldn't even hear you over this machine cutting next to me anyways. And so I go up to him. He's like, man, I asked you to do this, this, and this, and you haven't even done it because you're not listening. And I said, man, you haven't asked me to do shit you got something to say to me you can come up and say it man come get my attention you ain't got to yell yell at me from across the shop 
He's the only, he's acting like literally everybody else doesn't have earbuds in too. He's the only one who doesn't walk around listening to music. I don't, I don't get it. And he wants to start getting mad at me. But no, I shut that shit down real quick, dude. And by the end of this discussion, it started with him yelling at me, right? By the end of it, I was like, so do you have something to do for me, man? What do you need me to do? I was like looking at him, you know, I've walked up to him by this point. What do you need me to do? He's like. Man, I need you. To, I need you to spray paint this. I need you to put this together. You know, da da da. And he gave me a list. I was like, "All right, man. Like, how easy was that? Why are you starting all this on a Friday, dude? Really?" And then I walked away. But man, I wish, I wish I had thought of this in the moment, dude. Because he he had just finished taking a fucking thirty minute shit before he came and got onto my ass and started getting onto me for not doing anything. And then he went on to take. Two more fucking 30-minute shits on that one Friday, dude. I wish I had thought to bring that up, because goddamn, that would have been funny. Like, how the fuck are you getting on to me for not doing anything when you spend more time in the fucking restroom? And I know Cullen would have laughed, and that would have just, like, further backed my point. And, dude, the thing is, okay, I've talked about how disgusting that toilet is. I'm sure I have. If you're in the restroom for 30 minutes, my guy, you're not in there hovering for 30 minutes. You're in there bare ass balls on the toilet seat for 30 minutes. And that shit is like, that shit is like a nuclear hazard, like Area 57 type shit. Like, I would not, I don't want to go into any detail about how disgusting the toilet is, but he's bare ass on there three times a day. Dude, you're, you you only get x-rayed at the dentist like once every six months. I don't know what putting your bare ass on that toilet seat three times in one day would do to you, but it can't be anything good. Uh, but I'll leave it at that, man. I'm very grateful to have a backbone and and to, to be able to stick up for myself. I don't know if he thinks because I'm 19 he's just going to come up there and talk to me however he wants, but nah, I'm not having any of that shit. Like I said, if it's something I deserve, then by all means. But uh, another thing, we were moving this order, and um, it was a pretty big order. I'm not going to lie. It took us like 30 to 40 minutes to load it all up. But two two of the air duct pieces, Cullen is set to the side because they didn't have pins on him. And I, I grabbed the first one and took it back. And when I grabbed the second one, he was like, man, y'all need to watch out for this shit. So, someone keeps, or someone's missing this. And I said, yeah, someone is missing that. I don't know who. Like, he was saying it like it was my fault. Like, I don't know who the fuck was messing that up. It wasn't me. Or we don't know it was me, you know. But, nah, I'm not going to take I'm not gonna take shit when I, it's not deserved. That That's the point here. And it hasn't always been that way. When I was younger, I, I'm sure I put up with shit. I remember um, kind of just being not really a pushover, but I didn't really see, like, the issue. I would just kind of let shit roll off of me. Which, I'll be honest, I wish, I wish I had that trait when it came to some stuff now, but now it's just complete retaliation. Anything, something happens, I, I fucking, ah, you know? Rubber and glue, rubber and glue. Uh, yeah, so that's, that's it for this week at J-Mail. Uh, but next week, we actually have a new dude starting tomorrow, or supposed to, and I'm training him, so we'll see how that goes. I was talking to Dad about it earlier. I said, all I, all I hope... You know, I'm not hoping that he's super experienced or anything. That'd be nice. If he could read a tape measure, that's what Dad was saying. That would be nice and dandy and whatever. Make it a lot easier. But all I'm hoping, all I'm hoping is that he's easy to work with. Maybe has some social skills. Just not a dick, all right? I can work with 
uh, stupid. I can work with dumb, but nice. Okay. It's hard headed and I don't want to do it like this. I can't fuck with that, man. Cause I'll just walk away, bro. I'm here to get my 40 hours. I'm not here to babysit you. I go tell them, Hey, we need to find someone else. This, this motherfucker is not it. We don't need anybody who's just going to cause problems in the shop. You know what I mean? So I'm much more worried about him just getting along with people, but here I am thinking of situations before it's even happened, so we'll see how that goes. I'll report back, of course, of course. Ah, getting a sip of water, getting a sip of water. You got to stay hydrated, all right? It's important. And nothing goes along with a nice sip of water or a big body of water like a big, fat, heavy anchor. Yep. Uh, today, after we went to see that movie, that dubbed movie, oh, it, it was it was good though. I would still go see it. I, I don't well, I don't know if I'd see it knowing it was dubbed. Either way, me and Michael afterwards we we were pretty hungry, so we went to get a burger at Bubba's. But then we walked in and it was a thirty minute wait, so we we thought, what's close around that we can still drive to? So we went to go get some seafood at Razoo's. And then we got there, and it was a 35-minute wait. So we thought, mm, let's go down the street and get a burger at Snuffers. And Snuffers, we walked in, and they said, sit wherever you want. So ding, 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 that was the winner. But the thing about Snuffers, if you've never been, and I will say to set the record straight, I've only ever been to this one location, so this is the only one I can speak for. But it seems like Snuffers just walks around on the street and hires the least socially skilled motherfuckers to, to wait and service the people who eat there. Because every time I've gone there, and I've gone there months apart, it's, it's been three or four times I've gone months apart, I've had an awkward-ass waiter who just does not know how to talk to people, doesn't know timing, like, checks in too often, like... I'll ask a question about the menu. Like every now and then, if I don't know what to get, I'll, I'll be like, "Hey, what do you like to eat?" Or you know, between these two, what do you like the most? And normally they'll pick something, or they'll say, "You know, I really like this because it's spicy." But a lot of people like that. All right, and that'll make my choice. This dude gave me like a history of the fucking items. Like, well, we've had this since then, and a lot of people seem to like that because of this, 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 and this. And it used to have this on it, but now we have that. And a lot of people like that change. But this also, like the whole rundown of the fucking menu. And then he, he would come over like after we'd already ordered and while we're eating and start talking to us about something else on the menu. I get advertising it before we ordered, but dude, if there's food in my face, I don't give a fuck about whatever else, man. Walk away. And this time was the same. Like, they weren't mean, okay? They was all well-intentioned. I understand that. But, like, this one girl kept kept walking by and asking if we were good, if we were good, if we were good. And every time we had food in our mouths and every time we had full everything, full drinks, all of that. And this dude came by and he complimented my shirt. But he was just so weird about the way that he brought it up and, and uh, said it. And um, the dude who, like, sat us down initially or came over once we sat down. He was pretty chill and cool, but the dude who was um, kind of managing him, he he just had like a stickler attitude, and he came over, and he was trying to make jokes, and I was getting where he was going with them, but he was just awkward about it, dude. There was just an air of, I'm trying my best. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm trying my best, and it's just, I don't know. I don't know how they get 
every motherfucker in there to have been like that, to have been that level of awkwardness. Because normally there's a cool server, at least one or two, but everyone that came up to us, weird as fuck, man. It's like they took all the wallflowers from a high school and they went they went there and had like a job seminar. I don't know. They never did that shit for us. I've only seen it in TV shows. That might have been nice. Maybe I wouldn't have been stuck at Buffalo Wild Wings for so long. Shit, maybe that'd be a nice way to get into a career, get to learn about fucking careers is come and have us have them talk to us about it. I don't think we had anything like that. I just had to <laughs> I just had to look at a long list on Google and mm, creative writing. I think I'd be good at that. Yeah, I, I've gotten better at essays. <laughs> what am I doing with that, G? I'm not going to write the next Harry Potter. Hmm, business. I think I'm going to manage a business. I'm, create, I'm going to business management and, and start my own thing. I'm going to open a restaurant. Then you end up, end up managing at a Buffalo Wild Wings. That happens. That did happen. My manager warned me about that. He said, if you go to college, don't man it, don't uh, major in business. Uh, all the other managers did not have a fucking college major, I don't think, and they were managers. There you go. But I digress because I don't know why the fuck I'm talking about that. Um, what else happened this week? What else happened this week? Uh. Mesley was in town this week. It was good getting to see her. We went to the gym on Tuesday. I fucking hit my head on the pull-up bar. We went to this area that I'd never been in before because all the all the dumbbells were taken in the normal dumbbell area, and we were trying to do arms. So we went into like this corner that had a like one set of each of dumbbells. So we got to do our stuff, and then I yeah I went on that bar. And I didn't notice that there were bars going up and up and up. I don't know why. They're expecting someone to climb across that shit or some shit. But I got on the wrong side of it. And the first pull-up I do, I was going full speed, you know. I'm trying to pull up, get myself above the bar. I just fucking donk my head at the top. So I <laughs> ended that set early. <laughs> but it was still a good workout. And then um, we went to see the Batman again, even though I'd already seen it. I didn't really mind, though. It was really good. And I made cookies for the first time. I took Dad's recipe. He, he supervised, and I made it over lunch. My lunch break one day, I was late getting back to work, but it was worth it. I made the cookies, and then I uh, took Mesley some, and she said they were pretty fucking good. So happy about that successful uh, baking endeavor for sure. She's going back to Austin today. That sucks, but it was good getting to see her while she was here. Um... What do we got? What do I have planned this week? I don't think I have shit planned. Uh, I don't know if I talked about it on the podcast. I might have talked about it with a friend, but I was looking at concerts to go to, and I saw this dude that I used to listen to, and that I know my dad listens to, called Ritz, or his name is Ritz, and I brought it up, not thinking my dad would be too interested. I was like, hey, this dude is uh, going to be in Deep Ellum. You want to go see him? He's like, no way. No, he's not. I'm like, yeah, he's going to be there. Do you want to go see him? So uh, we haven't bought tickets or anything yet, but he seemed pretty excited. So we'll probably will go see him. Have a good time. I, I, it'll be interesting. It, it's like a stand-up concert kind of place. Like normally if I'm by myself, I'd be jumping in the middle, going and getting in the mosh pit and everything. But I don't know how that's going to be with my dad. That's going to be an interesting dynamic for sure. Um, but I'm sure we'll have a good time. My, my dad's cool. I'm I'm pretty good friends with my parents. That's something I'm happy about. I can uh, 
just shoot the shit and have a good time. I feel like some people can't even or don't want to talk to their parents. I hear a lot of people complain about that. Uh, my Friday, my Friday got ruined. Or not really. I say ruined. That's definitely an exaggeration. I just got my evening taken away, but it's all good because of the art of negotiation, which I'll get into. But I got home from work. I took a shower. I sat down. I sat down to smoke a bowl. And the next thing in my list of things to do was go out and hop on the drums, have fun, because I have been... Well, no, I'm not going to say I've been killing it lately because that would imply that I've been doing really, really good. I haven't been doing really, really good. I mess up a lot, but that's part of it. I play, I've play. i been playing to a lot of different songs and just working on fills and getting the flow of it and keeping everything going because there's every, every fill has like a certain... I don't know what the real term for it is, but in my mind, it's like tension. Like if I'm gonna throw it in the middle, it's got it, it can't like disrupt what's going on. It's got to go with everything else. But sometimes you want to build the tension, so you got to add more in. Sometimes you want to kind of slow down, let off the tension. So it just depends on what you got to throw in there. And the only way to know what goes is by trying and doing and and realizing, hey, this sucks. So that's why that's why in my recordings of myself playing drums, there's also me yelling, "Fuck." shit why you're so bad there's also me yelling that at myself a lot but it's all in the the name of progress and it's all part of the process because i I feel like i have been getting better like a lot of time man earlier today i was playing this one song it by um lamont dozier fucking oh I'm breaking out, breaking out all over. That's the song. Sorry, I needed to sing it to myself to bring it back. Breaking out all over. Man, really good. But I was going in, dude. I really was. And towards the end of it, I was killing it. And then I finished. And I was like, damn, I wish I was recording that. Ah, But, yeah, I've been getting better. And um, I've been recording a lot. But, uh, yeah, I was so I was going to hop out on the drums and continue business as usual. And then... My parents said that I have to get dressed and go help move this mower from my aunt's to my grandpa's. <laughs> yeah, that fucking sucked. Because I was I just showered. I was in shorts. Nothing else. So I now have to go put on clothes again and then go move it. But it was no big deal. I um, We went over there to my grandpa's to get the ramps. Then we went to my aunt's to get the mower. And after we had loaded the mower in, they asked my mom for help with their phones. Yeah, very, very stereotypical, very cliche, old people needing technological help. But uh, while we were in there, we we had finally finished that. She had figured it out. We were about to leave. We were standing at the doorstep, just finishing off the conversation, right? Trying to say what we got to say and then head out. And my mom finishes, you know, yeah, we just got a new dishwasher. Our old one had a problem, blah, 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 blah. And we were about ready to leave. And then my, my great uncle goes... You know, it's funny you mention that. My brother had a washing machine, and he had the same problem and starts talking about this whole other tangent. And I, me and Dad make eye contact for just a moment, and I almost bust out laughing. Like, I, I get a smile, get a shit-eating grin so big on my face. I got to turn around and, like, bite my lip and just try to hide it. But eventually I get it under control and turn back, and then we get to leave but man it was it was just so funny it's so it's such a cliche like movie thing 
and and the fact that we looked at each other and he started laughing too i'm pretty sure because mom was getting on to him when we got in the car um but after all was said and done right after we moved this heavy ass mower that had a flat tire i had to lift one side of it and push while dad pushed the other side but it was a pain we finally got it finally got it done and um this is where the art of negotiation comes in all right i had to do something that interrupted my day that i really didn't want to do but i knew that we were in the area of something that i've been wanting to somewhere i've been wanting to go something i've been bothering my dad about for uh, uh the past few weeks so realizing this on our way back home i said hey you know since um since you got me out here and we're already in the area and since I just did all this for you, do y'all mind taking me to the liquor store? And sure enough, by golly, it worked. And I'm glad that I didn't screw this up for myself earlier because I'm not going to lie, when they first mentioned it to me, I was not thinking about what what I could gain out of this. I was not thinking about the um, the potential prospects of this endeavor. I was thinking damn, I don't want to fucking do this. So I was pretty mad and grumpy. I was like, man, I wish y'all told told me earlier. But then I realized, hey, there's a way that I can get something out of this. And that's what life is about, all right? Realizing how you can turn the situation, how you can get get yours from what's going on without hurting anybody, obviously. But hey, it was a a compromise. I did something for them and they said, yeah, you know what? You you did something for us. We'll, we'll, We'll go ahead and give you this. And so we're both happy. And I don't feel that bad about doing it anymore. I feel like it was worthwhile. So it works out for everybody. And that's what makes the world go round. I'm going to get another drink of water. I need to stop writing ideas down like at the ass crack of dawn when I wake up in the morning. Because I just have setting shirts aside written down. Where was I going with that? What what about that was going to be funny, entertaining? I mean, I know what I was thinking. I do have shirts set aside. I have a concert shirt I have that doesn't fit. I have a hentai shirt that my friends got me for my birthday. It just has a lot of ahagao faces on it, which is a girl like with her tongue stuck out, eyes rolling up, if you didn't know. I have um, my dad's shirt, my white tee with his face on it. I got that set aside, but I don't know what, what, what was I going to... Do you guys have shirts set aside? What do you have shirts set aside for? Send me an email at um, weekendreviewpodcast at gmail.com. I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. What I am going to say is I listened to a lot of music this week. Up at work, I was just doing album after album after album killing time. And I got I listened to a lot of good stuff. I'm not going to lie. This um, one dude that was recommended to me um it was in in an ear biscuit by Rhett his name is Mac Ayers he is pretty good and one of the things that I really liked about him he's R&B he's um he's almost similar to Daniel Caesar but like less produced more laid back kind of more guitar-y and singy than Daniel Caesar one thing that I really liked about him I started at his um his oldest album and then listened up to his latest stuff every album you can hear him getting better not not just in vocals but also in producing like choices when it comes to his songwriting it's really good i think my favorite one is something to feel that's when he really starts to embrace like his um his higher pitch singing 
I think it's really, really nice when a dude can pull that off in a, in a, not 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 like a flashy way, but in like a, a singy songwriter way, when he can sing it high pitched and not have it come off too like, I don't know, lame. I don't know what, what term I'm searching for, but uh, in in something to feel, he really starts to embrace that higher register that he can um, get to, and it's nice. And he also alternates back and forth between them, and uh, it sounds good. But all of his albums are good, dude. Juice Box, something to feel, Drive Slow. That was his first one. Magic Eight Ball. That's really short. That's his latest one. If you want to get into him, uh, Magic Eight Ball, and it's only like 30 minutes long, and uh, all the songs are really good. So yeah, Mac Ayers. I listen to all of his shit. I finally listened to Jake Cole's The Off Season, and I took way too long on that dude because that was really a really good album. He comes with different flows on every bo- on every song. Like it, it's n- it never sounds repetitive. He's always talking about shit. He he's got storytelling songs, um, close. He he. Cole is a crazy storyteller, dude. If you haven't heard For Your Eyes Only, go back and listen to that first because that's another great example of it. Another one is um, not ne- Lost Ones. That That's another good one about his this uh, couple who got pregnant and this the song is their argument. That's a great song. Make that song of the week. Shit, that's an amazing song. I'm not going to play it, but I'm going to go ahead and add it because it, it should be on there, but... Nah, this is a great album. I shouldn't have waited so long because I was scared that I was going to be disappointed. But no, Cole came through, man. And what really got me to listen to it was Johnny P's Caddy because he fucking came through on that. And he has the same energy, if not better, on this. So definitely check that out, the offseason. I also listen to a lot, a lot of West Side Gun. I listen to Hitler Wears Hermes 5, 7, I listen to Fly God is an awesome God, and I listen to Supreme Blyantel, and they were all really good, man. I'm pretty sure I liked every song on every one of those albums. Oh my gosh, such great shit! I think Hitler Wears Hermes Seven was my favorite because it's um, as far as like the beats that they choose and everything, it sounds really like. There's a lot of cool pianos, there's a lot of cool strings and vocal samples, and it all is very, the word that comes to mind is classy, like it sounds like elegant, but they're rapping all this grimy shit over it, it's so nice. This this album also has cool G on it, which definitely has to be the hardest Griselda joint out that I've heard, in my opinion, and I've listened to most of them, it's called Cool G, man. I realize that this isn't really, this doesn't sound classy. This is probably the one that doesn't, but what I really like about this is the spacing and how it, it, the beat will cut out when they come in, like right here where Conway comes in. Over the face. Now where your bricks at? 
like the way that it cut out and then the snare came like that's so perfect for the the bar right there so nice that attention to detail um also really like hey, yo. Let's get this very clear. I kill a nigga anywhere. Honey shot Draco's leaving shelves everywhere. Might cop the phantom next. Standing over cold. That's size 42. Oh, man. Look, it's just. I feel like West Side Gun is the modern day uh, Ghostface killer because of just the way his voice is and um, his bars too, but. His voice is kind of out there, and it takes some getting used to. But once you get, once I got used to it, man, I really love his music. He is so is everything is like different. He he'll throw in like a different way. He'll say some shit. The the beats he uses, the samples, like and he puts out so much. Like I said, I listen to four of his albums, and I, that's not even half of the shit that he's put out. I still need to listen to HWH eight and side B of eight. I mean, there's a lot left on my plate for West Side Gun, and I am looking forward to listening to all of it. Uh, let me play. Kelly's Corner had some nice horns. That was a Static Selector produced song. Here, let me. And the vibes, the horns, the saxes in the back sound really elegant. Fat Joe's also on that. It's pretty nice, but um, uh, yeah, really good, man. I've been listening. I'm happy with everything I've been listening to recently. There was also. There's something I listened to today called Killer Army. Uh, just like an underground rap group. Craven tweeted about them, so I listened to them. They're pretty good. Uh, but yeah, that's the music for this week, I think. Let me go to my screenshots, make sure I didn't have anything. Oh, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. All right. All right. This is in review, man. What has changed? What is? What have I learned since starting my podcast? How has it affected me? Well, I, f- I definitely feel a lot more confident just talking to people in general. I, I mean, it's kind of practice almost. Talking for an hour to myself every week is just coming up with the best way to say shit, what sounds the best. I also feel like I, I always have plenty of unique stuff to say, which has always been a goal of mine. I mean, since I was young and went over to my grandpa's house, he opened the door the first thing he says is, what do you say? Like, who the fuck, has anyone ever greeted you like that? No one else in my life has greeted me like that, and that shit was always really cool and interesting to me. Like, no one, who else says that? And so I kind of aspired to be like that as well. And I definitely feel like I'm that person out of all the groups that I'm in, uh, to say some funny shit, some weird shit, something you're not going to expect, but also that makes sense and not just like what the fuck is he doing but i feel like this has been good practice for me um like i said in that episode where i talked about going to my dad's grave has also helped in that way which i never could have expected um i'm just glad that i started it it's something for me to do it's something to keep my mind occupied it's something to un to let all this shit go 
Ooh, Lucy's beating the fuck out of Dave, as she should. He's being an annoying-ass bitch. She's, like, walking away and everything, and then he follows her, and wham! Look, he's doing it again. He still hasn't learned. How many times is it going to take, man? Oh, yep, she's jumping on him again. There we go. Uh, it, uh, It's something... It's almost like the way work gives you a schedule and keeps your mind kind of in place, keeps everything with a structure. This this is the same way, having something to do every week, having a uh, scheduled vent, pretty much. It's really nice. Ooh, she's about to jump on him again. Um, I... Shit, I, I really don't know what to say, man, honestly, because it... There's not much I can do. I listened to the first podcast, and I said, you know, at least a thousand fucking times. So I hope that has gotten better a little bit, at least. Um, if, if anything, this just makes me feel like I can do something. Like, if I really try to, I can put my mind to something and figure something out. Because if if you go back and listen to the first episode, which I wouldn't recommend, I wouldn't do it. I, I did it today, and it wasn't super fun. But if you go back and listen to the first episode, the only reason that I started is because my teacher had um, put it in my face, basically, and said, because uh, I talked about it at, at our lunch, that I wanted to do a podcast, and I had been thinking about it, and I think it would be fun. She said, well, why don't you? What, what are you waiting for? What's stopping you? And just having it put in front of me like that really put a you know spur in my ass to make me do it. And and just saying, okay, I'll do that. And that gave me the motivation to show up and do it. And here we are. We've been coming back every week. Or I have. I hope you have too. Been coming back every week. Growing a little bit and learning a little bit. But as far as personally, I couldn't. I can't point out something that's changed about me too much when the, within the past year. I mean, my goals have changed. My motivations have changed. Shit, my motivation changed yesterday, fam. I woke up today with a newfound motivation, something that I want to work towards. And I think that's what life is about, just always working towards something. At least for me personally, because uh, when I was going through all that shit between moving and figuring out what's next, that was the toughest part was I didn't know what what the light at the end of the tunnel was. I didn't know what my big picture uh, goal at the end of the rainbow was. How many metaphors can I fit into one? Jeez. But having having a goal, something to work towards, um, it's, it's so much easier putting in work when you know what you're working towards, when you know what you're getting out of it. It's, um, for me at least, it makes it so much easier. So, uh, like like my uh my m- main goal right now is to get a house all right so whatever your goal needs to be uh, i think that's the the most important thing to do to to do anything to get anything accomplished is to set a goal somewhere to start and it doesn't have to be huge and it doesn't have to be profound my newfound motivation is fucking nothing <laughs> profound at all all right it doesn't have to be i'm going to save the world or i'm going to bring justice to society okay you don't have to be batman you can start somewhere small just go to the gym or eat more that's me that that's my shit right there i'm gonna go to the gym and i'm eating more that's it and once you find your motivation once you find that hey once i what i this is where i want to be that's that's how you know how to start that's how you know what path you need to take that's that's it that's the first step i think so, 
uh, like this podcast, dude. The goal was to make a podcast, and so I found out, hey, if I get this uh, mixing, if I get this mixer and I get these mics, it'll sound better. So there we go. We had an upgrade halfway through. Hey, if I record an ad, I can put it in here and it'll sound a little bit more like a podcast. There we go. I started doing that. Um, yeah, it's all a process. That's another thing that's important, I think. I'm just talking about life lessons now, I suppose. That's another thing that's important is knowing that it's all a part of the process. It's all going forward and it's all for the future, dude. If if I'm not happy right now, I just I start thinking about well, what what do I need to do so that in a month or whenever I encounter this situation again, it's going to be different. I'm going to know what to do or I'm going to be better equipped, better prepared so that I don't feel this way. I don't feel inadequate. I don't feel sad. I don't feel whatever. I'll be ready. I'll be prepared. Like it's all that. It's all it's all building myself to be the ideal person. That's what it's been about. That's what this year has been about. That's what my life has been about. Going through shit, trying new shit to figure out who I am, what I am, what I need to be doing. And I'm still doing that shit. I'll probably be doing that until I die. Uh, everybody is does, I'm sure. But, yeah, I'm. there's no goal in mind right now. I'm just talking. But the goal the goals are important, like I just said. That's the start. I my goal right now is to get a house. What's your goal? And if you don't have one, I'm not I'm not saying this in a judgy way because I know it might come off that way, but no, like actually, what's your goal? Like what do you want? What what do you aspire towards? What's the thing that you think about when you lay down before you go to bed? What's the thing that you're like, man, I wanna do this? Sorry, there was oh shit, that was dumb. There was a fly on the mic. I'm sorry. Or a gnat, not a fly. What What do you want to work towards? What's the thing that keeps you up? Like, man, I I just really want this. There's an itch. There's a yearning. There's a yearning for it. Just figure it out. And then figure out what you got to do to get towards that. Take a class. Start going to the gym. Do some research. You can learn fucking anything on YouTube, dude. Anything. You know, right now, what one of my, one of my things is? I, I really want to know how to make beats. And the thing is, I in my mind, I can I can listen to something and kind of see how it would be placed out on a you fucking dumbass dude just knocking shit over being a nuisance. I don't even know cats. I can see it laid out in my head like okay, the kicks would go here, and then here's where the snare and the kicks would interlap, all that. But it's just going through and finding stuff and using the interface because everything's different. It's getting used to it. It's the learning curve that I'm scared of. I don't want to get, I don't want to deal with it. It's going to be a lot and I have, you know, a lot going on. I have work and I don't have time to sit down and be pissed off at something because it's not working. But eventually I'm going to sit down and YouTube it and figure out how to do it because that's something that's important to me. That's something that's cool. I'd like to make alchemist type beats one day. That'd be fucking insane, dude. The shit that, that's why I like drums because all I do is walk around listening to music hearing the drums and that's that's what like my brain highlights bright yellow bright fucking green bright pink whatever that's what my brain highlights and that's what i hear so when i'm listening to a song i'll i'll i'll, I'll be listening to it and then i'm i'm going just thinking of oh what would sound good here oh this feel would sound pretty good here like earlier i was listening to a song and um gotta do do gotta do do gotta do do 
Like it was the way that they led back into one. So I re- rewound it and like tapped it on my fingers until I got it. And right now, like like you just heard, I've forgotten it. But once I go back to that song, I'll hear it again and I'll get it again. And then I can add it in whenever I play. It's, I don't know where I'm going. It's all a part of getting better, G. It's all a part of becoming the best person that you can be. That's life. And that's what, I guess that's one thing I'm trying to do with this podcast. And if you're here on this journey with me, thank you very much. I am eternally grateful that anybody gives a fuck enough to click on this and listen to my voice for 52 minutes and 16, 17, 18 seconds. I, um, it astounds me and I'm, I'm very grateful. So thank you. I hope that I bring some entertainment, maybe some advice, maybe some knowledge, anything. Uh, I hope I enrich your life and enriching your life in some way. And, um, Here's to another year. Here's to, I don't know. I don't know what the future holds. No one does, but I, I think I'm going to keep doing this every week. I don't see why not. It's not taking anything out of me. Not too much, but, um, man, I do hope I get some more deluxe editions on here. I haven't had a guest on the podcast in way, way too long, but it's kind of hard doing it at my parents' crib, you know, too many kids running around, too much loud shit. I really don't even want to bring people over that much, but We'll figure something out. Maybe like Aiden or uh, Michael, friends that I'm really comfortable with, something like that. But we'll see. We'll see. All right, y'all. It's that time. Take it easy. And um, don't stress too much, man, because at the end of the day, we've only got one life. And as corny as it is, I would rather go through it knowing that I chose to do what I wanted to do and that I found out all the things that I wanted to find out and and all the things that I was curious about I did and went and found out and tried and fucking failed but hey I know now I know right I'd much rather live that life and look back knowing that I don't have any regrets than um than the alternative so do your best do everything you want and Fuck, fuck anybody that tries to give you shit, bro. Have a fucking backbone, please. If not for yourself, then for me, because fuck, I'm going to look down on you. No, not really. All right. Take it easy. Bye. Thank you for being here. One year. That's crazy. You. I'm on my phone, but I just thought about the one thing that I think the podcast does for me the most. And it is that no matter what happens to me, um, throughout the day, throughout the week, throughout the year, if it's good or horrible <laughs> and something that I know that I, I'm going to dread going through or something surprising that's fucking horrible that I have to go through, um, I know that I can talk about it on this podcast and swing it in a way that's funny or relatable or whatever. I get to talk about it and whatever happens. And that's really, really nice. So, yeah. Have a good week.